This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question that is on your mind, here's what you do. You go watch all of my material first because there's a very, very good chance that I've already covered it. But if your question has not been covered, you go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the description and in the show notes. So to lead off this episode of the Forex Q&A podcast, we'll have a programming note. And that programming note is that we are back on schedule, traders. It is a great thing and not a moment too soon because fall is right around the corner. No more record high temperatures. Kids are actually excited about school. College football is back on TV. It is wonderful. And it looks like things are ticking upward in the Forex market as well. Uh, Summer doldrums are almost over. Uh, You can see a lot of traders getting back into the market. And on the dollar EVZ, which is the tool we use on barchart.com, things look like they are slowly starting to tick upward, maybe, hopefully. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, But I think the lows are probably over, and I think volume is going to slowly start coming back in. And some of it already has. And I've got to see this firsthand because there are three Forex trading brokers that I affiliate with, and I'm able to see in real time what the volume is there. And there are a lot of people that were not trading in the summertime that are officially ready to trade their real money right now. Or there are a lot of people that are just being smart and saying, okay, if I'm going to be in the forward testing phase, let's do that with real money to better simulate what my real trading is going to be like from here on out. So for all of you out there that clicked on one of my links on one of those two broker videos and signed up but didn't actually deposit, now is the time to actually do that. They're not going to hold your name there forever. They have new people signing up every day. So for those of you who are considering actually trading real money, playtime is over. It's go time. Get your butts in the game. Now, along those lines, also, I've had three people contact me directly talking about IGUS. They have tried to get on board, but the link that I've put in that video does not take them to where they think it's going to go. A couple things on that. One, we're trying out a new link, and you guys just so happen to jump in right when we're trying it out. Now, for some reason, IGUS has had a really hard time getting their affiliate program set up here in the States. I think I'm like their first affiliate. So uh, all the guinea pigging and trial and error stuff is going to go through me, and we just haven't found a link that works really well yet. So if this is happening to you, and this is the only time I would ever really say this, most of you need to click the link and go through that process. But um, you can just go ahead and tell them that you're going through me. And you should be fine. Um, Or you can just wait till Tuesday or Wednesday. We should hopefully have this whole link thing hammered out. Uh, But thank you for your patience on that. And we will have you up and running very shortly. It is the Forex Q&A podcast. And episode 62's question is not really a question from a user. And I've kind of done a lot more of these lately. And this one, I don't know if it's going to age well because we're actually talking about something that's going on right now, but I have a feeling it's going to age well for the next one or two years because we're going to have to deal with this little phenomenon for a while. And this is all about how and in what ways have we seen tweets from Donald Trump affect the market almost immediately after he posts them and what that does to our trades. There's been a lot of complaining all over social media about how something that we cannot see coming 
and we essentially have absolutely no control over, has the ability to come in and ruin our completely, wonderfully perfect technical trade almost instantly. And this is a type of phenomenon that we have never had to deal with before. Now, before we dive into this, there are two things I want to mention right away. First off, this is a podcast about something that Donald Trump does. I don't think we've ever done anything like this before. But as I always say, we remain politically agnostic on no-nonsense Forex. Our number one goal all the time is to find ways to make money from the Forex market. Nothing else. And I, nor really anybody else could, and YouTube's cracking down on cursing, give a wet frog's patootie about your opinion on Donald Trump or what he has to say. Literally nobody cares. Even that guy who asked your opinion about it at the bar doesn't care either. He just wants to tell you his opinion, and he's just trying to not come off as impolite. So as always, you keep that nonsense out of my comment section on YouTube, and if I see it, I'm going to remove it immediately. I can't think of anything these days that makes me want to vomit more than watching two people argue about politics, so you keep that off of my comment section forever so we can focus on the things that actually matter. Got it? Most of you already understand that. Second, most of you should already be up to par on our take here on fundamental analysis and Forex news. If you have not gone and watched those videos because you're just so in love with the technical process, you don't want to even know about the other parts, you need to go watch those videos. And I will have those linked down below because they are extremely important because as much as we don't like Forex news or fundamental analysis, we can't just sit there and pretend like they're not there. Like it or not, they are a part of our market and, by proxy, a part of our trading. And we need to know how to handle it. But this whole thing with Trump tweets is so unique to anything we have ever had to deal with before because it is constant, it's extremely unpredictable, you never know when it's going to happen, and like clockwork, the one thing we can predict is the markets are going to freak out. Now, let's first break down why this is happening. I mean, shouldn't we just be so conditioned to these tweets coming up that really end up 90% of the time leading to nothing in the end? I mean, how could these smart investors with all this money be so foolish to react to something like this? Especially when it comes to the trade war, because over half the things that he ends up talking about end up never really materializing in the end. He's just saying it for leverage purposes. So if you are wondering that, and it's perfectly normal to wonder that, uh, let me explain to you what I know about it, at least, uh, because there are a couple factors in play here. First off, let's not forget, even though I say it all the time, that the big banks, if you give them an opportunity to manipulate price a lot, in a hurry, they're going to take advantage of that opportunity every single time because they don't have to explain to anybody why they did what they did. They can just point to the news. They can just point to the random event. And especially when these random events happen, and especially when they're Trump tweets, the big banks have carte blanche to go stop hunting and to trigger a bunch of orders that they know are going to be dead in the water sooner than later. 
Now, this being said, this whole nonsense with the big banks is only happening some of the time when you see these big moves after a Trump tweet. But there is another factor at play here. Um, Believe it or not, it's not just big bank manipulation in this case. Now, I have historically referred to the big banks as just that, the big banks. The real, the long piece of it is big banks and institutions. So right below all those huge central banks that are able to manipulate price, you have your larger trading institutions. Um, Your hedge funds, for example, play a huge part in this because they have a lot of money. And when they move, they move all at the same time. Um, Prop firms, for example, are an example of institutional trading, but to a much lesser degree. Um, Even all in, they typically don't have the amount of money that these hedge funds have, and their traders don't all move in lockstep. But if a 9 or 10 or 11 figure hedge fund wants to go, they're going to go. And get this, word on the street is a lot of these hedge funds now have these algorithms that are able to comb through Twitter, especially anytime Trump tweets something, and they're looking for certain words and certain combinations of words that will automatically trigger their own algorithms to go long or short on whatever instrument they're trading. It is the ultimate front-running tactic. And honestly, as much as this negatively affects us, the retail traders, in the grand scheme of things, I can't really be mad of it. It's pretty innovative. And if it's working, it's working. You know, hedge funds have been getting wiped out at an alarming rate these past six or seven years with this economic upturn. So any little advantage or any tactic they want to use, I really can't be upset at. You have to applaud it in a way. The financial game is more about survival than anything else. And these funds and these firms are finding ways to keep their heads above water, so good for them. But the big banks and uh, the larger institutions that play more of uh, an instant reaction game, so not your hedge funds that take a more long-term approach, but these ones that jump in and out really quick, they are the two main types of entities that can really have a big impact on the Forex market all on their own. And they are both involved in this little game with Donald Trump's tweets. So now the big question remains, what can we, the small retail traders, do about this? Um, Is there any recourse for us? Now, unless your answer is to just completely sit out trading these next 18 months or four years after that, depending on if it gets reelected or not, then the answer, unfortunately, is there is really nothing we can actually do about this. There's nothing we can do to counter this phenomenon. And the only answer I can give at this time, and it almost seems obvious in a way, but you really have to take it in and absorb it and apply it, is as Forex traders, we are just going to have to deal with this. This is the new normal. I mean, what else are you going to do? Are you going to run away from it and just stop trading? Are you going to try to change it somehow? Good luck with that. We are just going to have to accept that for what it is. And this also means that you are not really going to be able to change the way you trade at all to adjust to something like this. So just don't worry about it. Remember, this could make the price of a currency pair go up or down. All right, so it's going to screw you sometimes, and you're going to remember those because you're going to be emotionally invested in those times where this external factor out of nowhere came in and messed up your trade. 
but there is also a 50% chance that it could propel your trade even further. So when I see all this belly aching on Twitter, I do roll my eyes a bit because those exact same people who are complaining also benefited from this phenomenon as well. But the greater lesson here, traders, is understand that there will always be factors that you can't really control much of that are going to affect you in a negative way. That's just Forex. Even when things were awesome back like 2013, 2014, we had a ton of volume and there were trading opportunities every single day. There were still a healthy amount of bugaboos that went along with that. I mean, price moved pretty wildly back then. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of predictability to it. Sometimes when things slow down, you can actually get a better read on where price is going. Now, when you did harness a move, that move was usually really, really great. Um, but a lot of times you'd be getting stopped out so much that you would just give up. And then as soon as you gave up, that huge move would come and it would be really, really frustrating. Uh, we have just hopefully gotten finished with the deadest market I have ever seen in 10 years of trading. For the first time in recent memory, I am on pace to not have a year that outdoes the year before in my overall yearly results. But I will never allow things like this to get me down even one bit. Those of you who know me know that I am big into the school of stoicism, which says that you can only control the things that you can actually control, so don't worry about the things that you can't. And that's exactly what I've been doing. It's still going to be a great year. I have nothing to be ungrateful for here. But am I somebody who pushes myself to be better this year than I was the year before? Absolutely. But I'm also smart enough to realize that I'm not going to hit that goal every single year. And that's one of those unfortunate things that you just have to deal with. You know, the long game is the long game. And in Forex trading, it's always going to be something. Either the market's too crazy, it's too dead, you have this Trump tweet thing going on, it's always going to be something that is preventing you from getting the results you think you deserve. Do not let this affect you ever. Do not be that obnoxious guy at the poker table that gets all upset because the other guy didn't play perfect strategy. Do not be the person who gets all upset because your vacation didn't go exactly the way to the letter that you thought it was going to go. These people are all living in a fantasy world. And I'll take it one step further, and we've talked about this before, how I say in the past, don't even set goals. Crazy as this sounds, you guys have a pretty good idea of the numbers you need to hit to put yourself on the radars of prop firms and people with a bunch of money or companies, whatever the case is. But in the end, your best approach always is to just trade your system and let it organically do what it does regardless of the circumstances. And then only at the end of the year can you really look back and see, does this system need tweaking in any way? Are there technical errors or areas for improvement that I can or that I need to go in and change? These external factors are not actual factors. They should have nothing to do with this process because they're always going to be there. They're always going to change. And there is always going to be nothing that you can do about it. So traders, focus on the things that actually matter. A great trading system, properly adhered to, will always trump, get it, uh, any amount of external factors that are going on in the market from a long-term perspective. 
So no complaining, traders. Leave that for Forex Twitter. We don't have time for that nonsense. We are putting our heads down, we are putting together systems, and we are taking over this market little by little. And like I said before, we are back on schedule, new podcast every Monday morning, new trading videos every Thursday. And with fall peaking around the corner, it is officially go time, traders. No more sitting around. Get that system ready. Put it into practice. Get that money down. Don't miss out on these opportunities. Go get it.